Hello and welcome to episode 49 of Steve Isn't Here This Week. I'm Chris. And I'm Dan. Fortunately, Steve isn't here this week. No, he's not. And, no. and, and we actually, we literally don't know where he is this week. Cause no. We, we went back to, yeah. to rescue him. As you remember, um, he was being held captive, as was I, by Julia. Yeah, that's right. And I was uh, I was freed by Rob... Jenny, Aidan, and Alexis. Unfortunately, Steve was in the toilet at the time. Yes. And he missed the rescue party. But but when we went back this week... Uh, he'd gone. He'd gone. Julia doesn't know where he is. No. Which is but worrying, because it? of all people she should know. Yes. So did we... Oh, did he, do you think he tried to escape down the toilet hole? I w- well, I... Uh, you mean like train spotting? Yeah. That was a great scene. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is that likely? Oh, no, hang on. What was the other thing where they escaped through the toilet? Wasn't it in uh, Shawshank Redemption? No, he didn't escape. Oh, he escaped through the sewer. Oh, the sewer, yeah. Uh, in, in that. Although that might be a huge plot spoiler for people who haven't seen the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, there was another one. But anyway, no, I don't know. It's okay. possible. Possible. I mean, I don't know how else he would have escaped. No. But that toilet led into um, a... It just led into a pit. pit. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, maybe he's hiding there. Oh, maybe we should have looked there. Oh, the poor guy. He'll stink by now. <laughs> He'll stink by yeah. now, as if he didn't immediately, <laughs> after falling into a cesspit. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not funny. But, but we also it's really not that, funny. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is out to get him again. Yes, he's quite a scary character, that yes. Shia LaBeouf. Apparently he's teamed up with Charlton Heston this time. Has he really? Yes. Blimey. I think it's because Steve was opposed to guns. Yes, well, he's he's opposed to guns an average amount. Yeah, that's right. Which yeah. is too much for Charlton, Charlton Heston. Heston. Yes. Uh, oh dear. Well, I'm sorry about that. Mm. Hopefully... Uh, we'll be able to find him and he'll be able to come on uh, the next episode. Yes, and, and, and tell us where he was. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that'll be very exciting. It will be, exactly, indeed. Uh, so, how you been? How you been, Dan? Uh, I've been okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, busy, busy, but uh, yeah. all right, doing fine. Yeah. There's things happening at work that uh, I'm trying to sort out, but nothing bad. Nothing bad. Not yet, Sinister. Anyway. Sinister, but not but bad. But not bad. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm seem to be sorting out now, so that's good. That's that is good. I mean, but sinister. I mean, that's sort of that's sort of uncertainty, isn't mm, it? It is of badness, and, and it's not always nice to be in uncertainty. But certainly not. There we go. I know. And you? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've uh, my PhD's coming to a coming to a, a, a turn now, and I'm I'm, I'm going to have to stop doing these for a while because. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting very, very intense. I've essentially got a month to come up with a, a solid research question and uh, Ooh, and okay. develop it, which is very short for anyone who's ever had to develop yeah. a research paper. So I suppose this means after this podcast, we'll do one Christmas special and then we'll take a break. Yes, because that will be episode fifty. Yeah, that's a good that's a good number to break on. I would like uh, this. Uh, just see how you think about this. Yeah. What if we do a spectacular? Right, because there are lots of songs that we said we would do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of uh, Four Chords. Yes. I haven't done right. the Element song. Yeah. And also, I mean, since it'll be the Christmas episode, we should also do uh, a Christmas song as well. Yes, we were thinking of doing a Tim Minton one, weren't we? 
Yes, we were. So we could do one of those. Okay. And if we leave that um, long enough between now and the next uh, podcast, people mm-hmm. can write in and tell us what they'd like to hear yeah. on episode 50, the big five O. True. Which yes. is our silver podcast. So when you, but when you say spectacular, you just mean like a, a, an impressive show or do you want... Because you were well, considering us doing a live show once. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking we doing a live show. That wouldn't be episode 50. That would be... In Certainly not. Okay, yes. No, no, that would, that would be next year. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, spectacular being that we have, rather than just one song, we have three songs. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. And if people want to give suggestions, we'll probably make it an hour long Yeah. as mm-hmm. well. Good. People yeah. have suggestions on, on what to do in that hour. Yeah. Um, we'd, love to, we'd love to hear from you. Exactly, yes. We, haven't, we haven't really heard from anyone in a long time. No, we haven't. Well, I mean, we had all our guest stars on last week. So that, was, that was good. Or was it last week? No, it was two weeks ago. Wasn't yeah, it was two weeks. See, I'm, with, I'm sort of running out of steam uh, as it comes to doing podcasts, that, that was a fun episode to do. Yeah, that was a great. Episode. I mean, Rob obviously really likes to argue, but it's it's a good thing for a podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> I've always I've always been happy to be a moderator mm-hmm. um, because I'm I am very ready to give up all of my opinions <laughs> whenever someone suggests that they might be wrong. Um, I'm yeah, that's I've I've realised I'm quite a bad debater on that regard. <laughs> I'm just far too ready to see. Mm, like I, I was like, oh, is it? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't. I I got it wrong. Ah well, I'm really? not always like that. No, that's true. You're not always. Sometimes yeah. I'm very I'm very stern mm-hmm. when it comes to. Um, for example, we had. Uh, I was I was telling. Uh, I was talking about the potato paradox. Uh, recently, What's do you know the potato paradox? No, I do not. Here's a little puzzle for you. Here's a little. Here's a little puzzle for you, Dan. <laughs> right, you've got. Uh, I, I've switched to. I switched to uh, Cockney accent. <laughs> Dado I. So you've got a. It's like Tommy Cooper, isn't it? Uh, but, I was thinking but Ricky younger. Gervais. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> 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 have you heard? Have you heard Lewis McLeod's um, version of Ricky Gervais? No, I can't do the. He he does the laugh. And it's such a ridiculous... You know Ricky Gervais's laugh? Yeah. yeah. Like, ha, 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 yeah, yeah. It's... Um, Lewis McLeod does the perfect parody of it, okay. which is that... You know you know how caricatures don't look like the person, mm-hmm, yeah. but you know instantly that yeah, it's exactly. that person. Yeah, yeah. He does Ricky Gervais's laugh in a way that... It's like, well, that's not how he laughs, but, but that's quite clearly Ricky Gervais's yeah, yeah, laugh. Lewis McLeod is a very, a very, very good actor. Okay. He's mostly impre- an impressionist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. All right. Potato. Potato <laughs> paradox. All right. There's a potato, and it's uh, 100 grams, okay. and it's 99% water. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. this is a potato, 100 grams, it's 99% water. Um, it undergoes a drying process by which um, it loses some of its water. Yeah. Um, after the drying process, it's now 98% water. How much does the potato weigh? Now the thing is, it's called a potato paradox, but it's not actually a paradox. It's just counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that helps you. Well, are we counting the potato with the ninety-eight percent water, or? Yeah. So it's ni- So initially, it's ninety-nine percent water and one yeah. percent something else. Then it undergoes the drying process, and then it's uh, it loses water, but it doesn't lose anything else no, okay. uh, that was in the potato. Well, I mean, uh, this is probably wrong, but I would say it weighs uh, 99 grams. Then. You'd be wrong, yeah. Yeah, so how much does it weigh? 50 grams. Really? Yeah. So the potato is 99% water, and yes. it's 1% something else. Okay. Right, so this 1% is 1 gram. Yes. Okay, so that 1 gram doesn't go away. No. So 
when it's gone through the drying process, it's now 98% water, okay. which means that this thing that's over is 2%, and yeah. something which is with 2% of is 1 gram is 50 grams. Yeah, okay. I see, I see, where you, I see what you mean. That's true. Counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah, counterintuitive. Yeah, hmm. statistics. Cool. But if you if you think about it like this, what if the drying process um, had left it with fifty percent water? Yeah. Well, then that's easy because it's the same amount as whatever's left, so it'd be two grams. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot less. That's right. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Mm. How do I get onto that? I can't remember. Um, we're talking about potato. We really? weren't talking about potatoes. Yeah. Oh well. Never mind. So I I, I discovered this uh, interesting theory on the internet. Do you know what we can do? What? We can actually go back and listen to what we were saying before. We could do that. But that might be boring. Mm. Oh, could we, we could stop it. We could actually pause the podcast and go back and listen to what we were talking about. And then it will sound like we we know where we left off. Okay. Let's do that then. Yeah? Yeah. Brilliant. So you were saying you're very stern about certain That's things. That's right. I mean what this what the potato what this potato paradox uh, demonstrates is that certain things I'm I'm very stern about that I uh I'm I make sure that uh that th- those kind of things I'm, I I I they they're, they're true. Okay. Those are true yeah, things. That sounds good. That's why I'm that's why I'm a mathematician is because very difficult to argue those points. True. True. Cuz they're usually Either correct or incorrect. Mm-hmm. I read a question on Cora saying, "Is calculus wrong?" What? And you're like, uh, "It can be applied incorrectly." Yes, you <laughs> can apply calculus to the wrong things, <laughs> but it isn't in and of itself wrong. I mean, well, it can't maybe be. he was talking morally. Calculus. Yes. Is it morally right? <laughs> is calculus evil? <laughs> Ooh. Ugh, anyway. Evil. Anyway, well, I, that experiment in going back and listening to what we've just been talking about seems to have... I mean, it makes more sense now. Yeah. Because I don't know why... I didn't know why we were talking about the potato paradox, no. even though it's not a paradox. No. It's and I'm not. very stern about that. Exactly. It's not a paradox. It's not. No. No, it's not, because there's nothing contradictory about it. No, it's just counterintuitive. Yeah. But you can't just call it the potato counterintuition. <laughs> Although that will no. now be the title of this podcast. <laughs> Yes, the potato I counter intuition. A good title for this podcast. Thank you very much. Yes, tell me about this thing you found on the internet. So apparently, it's this thread that appeared on Reddit. Do you know what Reddit is? I recently heard people talking about. um, Do you know? Can I just give you a quick description of Reddit? It's where I heard this from uh, the Cultures podcast, which I was listening to. Yeah, Um, they described it. They were describing it. They were giving a description that someone else had given it, Mm -hmm. which is it's like a wine shop. Uh, like a restaurant with a, a really nice wine bar, yeah. where the most popular wines are um, are glasses of um, poo. Yeah. And so, but there are a lot of really great wines. <laughs> um, but most of them are, uh, are most of the really popular ones are are poo. And if you go in mm-hmm. uh, as someone who doesn't really know uh, your um, what uh, what wines are on offer, uh, you're very likely to end up with a glass full of poo. Okay, but there are some nice wines there. Mm-hmm. So carry on. Yeah, that sounds about right. But well, yeah. anyway, this thread and, and it's it's it's, uh, it's exploded all over the internet, uh, <laughs> especially over YouTube. Well, given we were just talking about glasses yeah, of poo, that's yeah, actually yeah. a really bad image. <laughs> 
Sorry, and, uh, and I think it's 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 become quite popular because of the uh, the new Star Wars film coming out. <gasps> There's a new Star Wars film. Yes. Why so have I not heard of this? I have heard of it. Heard of it. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> You've not I'm heard. Kidding. Of it. I have heard of it. Yeah. So this theory is uh, apparently uh, the uh, original trilogy, not the original, the prequel trilogy. Okay, so this is the ones come, that came out in 1999. Yeah, that one. So Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and. Uh, uh, Revenge and, of the uh, Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Well, Phantom Menace wasn't supposed to be different, but the other two were supposed to be very different. Okay. Because uh, apparently people think that the character of Jar Jar Binks, do you remember him? I do remember Jar Jar yes. Binks. Apparently people think he was supposed to be a Sith master. And right. he's secretly evil. And there's a lot of <laughs> well, there's a lot of videos on when you think of it like that, you're just going, "Nah, it can't be true." That's really weird. But but there's a lot of people debating it now on on YouTube, and you can find some videos, uh, a bit like on Reddit. Some are very popular, but mainly a glass of poo, and some are, are, are quite detailed, and they're only about eight minutes long. Okay, where you can follow. But they've got a certain point. For so, example, okay. uh, well, first of all, uh, they compare. Jar Jar Binks to kind of Yoda because in in the first time Yoda appears in uh, Empire Strikes Back, he kind yeah. of comes along as a silly character. Then he's revealed to be this master of good, and they were thinking, well, he might be trying to do the opposite. This is the master of evil, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> uh, it's not clear. It's not clear. Well, it, does, it doesn't really come across. But the you you s- the way he moves sometimes. It's been s- uh, the Jedi. Movement, how they move, how they m- handle their weapon, is based on how Shaolin monks handle their their staffs. Okay, and so it's been compared to other martial arts, and uh, Jar Binks, the way he moves in the field with all those droids, is very similar to the drunken man style kung fu. Okay, and then this is the spooky bit when he goes to Tatooine and they find Anakin, he can be seen. Uh, mouthing the same words as other characters when they're trying to, when they're disapproving or when they're trying to cause trouble. Really? Yes. So people, they're going, oh, well, is he introducing these ideas into their head? And every time he gets kind of promoted, he's seen waving his hands. And we all know that Jedis can influence minds by waving their hands. So, for example, when his boss, Boss Nass, makes him a, a general just before he's waving his hand, going, oh, you know. I'm here doing stuff to help the Gungans. I'm making you a general. Or he influences Padme Amidala to uh, go to war. And in the end, he's the one who gives the power to the Emperor. So it is it is thought that he, originally he was supposed to be revealed in uh, Episode 2 as this high uh, Sith Lord. Maybe either... Darth Sidious's master, or maybe not necessarily his master, but someone that's plotting with him. Yeah, and he was he was the one who was supposed to duel Yoda and not Count Dooku. Right, and the reason why apparently this was dismissed was because uh, George Lucas didn't portray him very well in Episode One. If that's what he wanted to do, well, uh, the fans kind of said they didn't want to see Jar Jar Binks and so he decided to change it. Oh, okay. But having heard this theory, I'm thinking, well, 
now I want to go and see that version of, yeah. of Souls because that sounds actually much better than what we got. Have you got? Have you gone and looked at the clips where he's supposedly mouthing the words yeah. of the other characters? They're all on the. They're all on the internet. There's a clip that that shows you. Are there are there cases where the other characters aren't trying to be mischievous where he's doing that? No. They haven't produced a clip of that. No, they haven't. Uh, we see these aren't real scientists, are they? No, they not. should be doing that mm-hmm. as well. But they also say, that, well, why do the, all the droids not like him or not trust him or find him very weird? It's because you cannot mind control droids. So everyone's there going, oh, he's just a silly idiot. And, all, and the droids don't like him. Mm. So, I mean, this is a theory. George Lucas hasn't come out and said, you know, this was what I was originally going to do. No. But I thought it was an interesting theory. Interesting I love to it. speak about it. I love stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love stuff that takes stuff that you don't you don't expect, and exactly. then says, "What if this?" Yeah, um, which is more or less what I've been doing with my PhD, which is why I'm <laughs> going to be failing. Well, uh, what's funny is, uh, have you ever heard of a program called Robot Chicken? Uh, yeah, I'm aware of it. Yes, uh, they they do specials sometimes. Okay, and once there was a Star Wars special, and I think they brought it up once because what happens is this: it's a uh, you remember in uh, Return of the Jedi when Darth uh, Vader throws the Emperor down into that pit? Yes. Yes. So they kind of, in Robot Chicken, they go on the episode and it's uh, Darth Sidious or the Emperor's last thoughts as he's falling to his death. Yes. And so he thinks, oh, I have to make amends. So he phones Jar Jar Binks and he goes, I'm sorry for manipulating you into giving me full power. And Jar Jar Binks is in his uh, penthouse living a life of luxury. He goes, oh, sure, you manipulated me. And then when he hangs up, he bursts into this evil laugh. And, <laughs> and this actually came out, I think, a while before before this theory came on the internet. So I thought, well, they've already got a pretty good... Uh, they kind of guessed something similar. Yeah. So... Uh, I thought well, they, they just thought that would be funny. Yeah, true. Well, I just think... Yeah, now uh, I wish uh, it, the prequel trilogy was was remade <laughs> into one. <laughs> but now people are actually thinking, well, could uh, Jar Jar Binks be the evil, the main top evil guy in the new Star Wars trilogy? No. Well, <laughs> we don't know that, but... I no, it won't be. No, probably won't. No. But, but who knows? They're not gonna, no one's going to go, <laughs> you know who the main bad guy in the new Star Wars should be? <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Well, who knows? Maybe George I mean, from Lucas, a creative point of view. Yeah, maybe George Lucas, that, that was the... You, you can have it, Disney, but Jar Jar Binks has to be the top bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird <laughs> thing to put into a contract. I want that to be... I want to give, like... <laughs> I want to start a business and just have that in the contract. It's like, you can be my... You can be an underwriter, but you have to make Jar Jar Binks the bad guy. <laughs> This is an accountancy. <laughs> I know. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, brilliant. That's that's really cool. So that, I, like I, just, I just thought that was a cool uh, theory to share with. Yeah. So next time you're going and looking at a Star Wars film with the with Jar Jar Binks in it, exactly. Look out for that. Yes. That'd be great or, if they just, just hidden that away. Mm. Or do, I mean, you could films. just YouTube it and just put Jar Jar Binks evil on YouTube, and and you've got all these videos showing it. Now, some are basically just two guys sitting on a sofa discussing it, which yeah. is a bit bo- bo- boring. Oh, yeah. I but can't think some... of anything more boring than two guys discussing <laughs> in theories on the internet. Yeah. Well, when you have to sit and watch them for 21 minutes, <laughs> it's a bit boring. 
Yeah. Whereas there's others where it's two guys sitting on a sofa, but they've obviously got the clips to show you, and so kind of brings you into it more. Okay, but I'd like to show. I'd like. I'd like them to do like everything, and so and here are the clips that disprove um, yeah, our true. theories. I actually had this discussion with with someone else. It's called confirmation bias. It's where you where you only look for mm-hmm. evidence that supports what you think, and you don't mm-hmm. look for evidence against it. <clears throat> and I was I I tutor finance, mm-hmm. um, and my PhD is in in behavioural yeah. um, finance, and so we have to look at all these biases and things. And there's this really famous test where you give <coughs> someone um, four cards. Every mm-hmm. card has a letter and a number. Uh, one on one side and one on the other oh, side. Yeah, I think I... And the, on two of the cards, you've got um, a, a G and a T. Mm-hmm. And on the other cards, you've got an 8 and a 9. Okay. And um, you, you're given the instructions. Every card has a number on one side and a letter on the other side. Okay. And every card that has a G on one side has an 8 on the other side. Okay. You can turn over two of these cards in order to... Um, uh, you, uh, to test this hypothesis, okay. which two cards do you turn over? And the, f- the four cards are G, T, 8, 9. Mm-hmm. Which two <coughs> cards do you turn over to t- test the I, hypothesis? I'd already, uh, I'd already heard this test. So one is the... the either the... What, so you've got... What if it has a G on one side, it yeah. has an 8 on the other side. So what do you see? What are the cards you see? G, T, 8, 9. So you should turn either the G or the A, and then one of the other two, but not both, because you, otherwise you, you're not disproving it. Um, <coughs> okay, so maybe this is... Um, the answer is the G. Yeah. Because you've got to check that it has an 8 on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the 9, because you've got to check that it doesn't have a G on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing was, I was he was... The student was telling me about confirmation bias, and he thought he already knew what it was. Yeah. So when I gave him this test, he had all these ideas about what confirmation bias was, okay. and he wasn't he wasn't testing his preconceptions about what the confirmation bias was. So he was making mistakes. All right. And I was trying to explain it. I thought it was really funny that he was trying to confirm his idea about what the confirmation bias was, mm-hmm. and there was therefore oh, yes. thereby okay. committing the confirmation bias I, yes. by not trying to disprove himself that's interesting yeah but you know people probably won't prove the confirmation bias about uh george robinks and you know why why it will require them watching the phantom menace again yes yeah, yeah. I, th- that, I mean that did spawn one of my favorite exchanges in british sitcom history which was which is in spaced where um tim tells a little boy who wants a jar jar doll to get out of the get out of the comic book shop and bilbo the owner of the shop has a word with him played fantastically by um uh, bill bailey okay and it's an extraordinary um it's an extra it's an extraordinary thing where uh bilbo says to tim he goes but what about the ewoks they were rubbish you don't complain about them <laughs> And Tim goes, yeah, but Jar Jar Binks makes the Ewoks look like <laughs> Shaft. <laughs> I mean, there's more to it than that, but mm. that is such a good line. Uh, I've got to watch Spaced again. I loved Space. 
We're you currently, know. we started watching Orphan Black. Have you ever seen that? No, what's that about? Well, I don't want to give too much away, but <clears throat> it's a, this this girl called Sarah. She's a bit of a uh, punk woman, a bit of a junkie. Yeah. And uh, one day she's at a train station and she discovers this woman who looks identical to her. Oh, okay. Also a goth. No, no. Oh, okay. But not a goth, but it's this basically the same person, but she's dressed in a business suit and all. Huh. And she commits suicide in front of her. Oh, that's and unfortunate. So she decides to... She jumps in front of a train? Yes. Okay. And so this Sarah decides... Don't, no one goes to a train station and commits suicide by slitting their wrists, do they? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or taking an overdose. That would be weird. So, anyway, so sorry, anyway, go on. This Sarah decides to take over this person's life. Ooh. And I'm not going to give more away because it's... It would be giving away the, the plot point, but it's it's quite interesting. Okay. Because a lot of things happen to her after that. How many episodes have they done so far? They're on season three. I th- I'm not sure. Th- I think about 12 episodes per season, maybe more. Okay, that's not too bad. No. Okay, cool. So, Orphan Black. Yeah. D- you reminded me, when you were talking about um, the Jar Jar theory. Yeah. Um, about showing uh, giving a, a new perspective on something mm-hmm. that does link to something else i wanted to talk about which was 2015's word of the year what was 2015's word of the it year? was um the crying and laughing emoji oh yeah that's it wasn't right. it wasn't yeah. composed of letters no and i am so in favor of that i am hmm. I, I that is such a this is this is why in uh, this is why i find english so brilliant yeah, because it's so malleable. I mean, <laughs> English is such a flexible language. True. Now I know that technically the emoji isn't written in English. Well, I don't know because I I have nothing against using emoji, but can you really qualify them as words? I don't, well, I mean, the fact is, is that it's. Uh, I don't see why not. Yeah, true, I mean, what I is a word? Yeah, is is a uh, a word? U-G-H? Is that a word? It is in the dictionary, Ooh. isn't it? Uh? <laughs> is, it uh? is it in the dictionary? I don't know. Oh. Is uh, emoji with crying and laughing, is that in the dictionary? I doubt it, but I, I bet very soon we'll have a full diction- uh, emoji dictionary. Yes, that'd be great. Mm. But then, oh, I was going to say, but then you've got to have... Um, descriptions, right, of yeah. what of what they mean. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so is that going to be done in other emoji? Ooh. If you could, you do the description <laughs> in other emoji. In emoji. Ooh, or would you actually use words? Hmm. Would you? I don't know. You probably use words. Probably. But then, but you then again, we just said that emojis could be words. But then someone's going to sit down and write an emoji emoji dictionary written in emoji. Yeah, that, that's going to be a bit confusing. It's going to be very confusing and probably not practical. Uh, how do you? Explain in emoji what the little poop with eyes means. I don't know what the little poop with eyes means. No, I don't either. So, I, I mean, <laughs> I can't even begin to describe in English what that no, means. But I'm sure the person who created it could. Well, we can, the great thing is that we can decide as a, as a culture mm-hmm. what it means. True. So if we, if we decide that it means um, <laughs> Michael Mann movies... <laughs> Michael Bay, sorry. Michael Bay movies... <laughs> Who's Michael Mann? 
Uh, he's also director, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, Michael Bay. I confused I confused Alexis today with the um, the f- saying that Michael Fassbender, wo- Fassbender works a lot with Steve McQueen, and she went Steve McQueen. I was like, yes, the black British film director oh, Steve okay. McQueen, <laughs> who is also Oscar nominated. <laughs> Not that Steve. That's McQueen. true. Yes, I, I always, when I always see his name, I'm, I get Steve McQueen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he 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 won the Turner Prize once. Yeah, that's he right. He's he a, yeah. he a video artist, mm. and then he started doing. Um, uh, he did Shame and uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Mm. Good man. Yeah. Although he had a massive falling out with the guy who wrote the script to Twelve Years a Slave, oh. because on the film he was adamant that he should have his name um, on the screenplay, uh, okay. along with the guy who wrote the screenplay. All right. <coughs> and the guy who wrote the screenplay said no. You didn't write. No, it. you didn't write. The, I wrote the screenplay. You you made modifications, but I wrote the screenplay. And so when the guy who wrote the screenplay won the yeah. Oscar, he didn't thank <laughs> Steve McQueen. Ooh, yeah. And you could see, St- and the camera obviously went to Steve McQueen, who yeah. was just sitting there, like he was burning holes in the in the guy's <laughs> head. It was so funny. Ooh. Anyway, yeah. Oh, when I when we when I wrote the the script for this um, forty hour film thing, yeah. it does say screenplay by Christopher Hemmons and and the the name of the group. Yeah, it's it's not technically all mine because uh, they gave me input. <coughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not uh, it's not up for an Oscar or anything. Really? So it's not. No, it's not. Oh, no, no. That's a shame. I know, but there we go. Oh. Well. Right, well, that's uh, that's the end of that uh, mm-hmm. that podcast. So we're going to be doing another podcast in about in a few weeks. Yes, that's right. Um, we don't know exactly when we're going to do it. No, uh, so look out for us. If you do want to send us anything in for our fiftieth episode, yep, uh, please do. Yes, at Steve isn't here this week at gmail dot com, or you can tweet us at Steve underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Or you can leave us a, a message or post us a photo or something on a, uh, our Facebook page or group. Or feel free to support us on Patreon. Yes. Um, Patreon.com forward slash Steve isn't here this week. Exactly. Great. Well, we're going to be doing a bonus song now. As per usual. Yes. And you can either stop here or, or keep listening. Yes. But we all know you'll keep listening. Yeah. Uh, As a matter of fact, I, I'm one of the people who who skips the whole podcast just to listen to the bonus song. <laughs> <laughs> I knew someone did. <laughs> okay, uh, and this week it's under pressure. That's right. But let's make it clear: we're doing the uh, David Bowie and Queen version, not the Jedward version. No, no, don't tell me Jedward did a version of Under Pressure. Yeah, and they had uh, vanilla ice at the background going, ice, ice, baby. Why? I don't know, it was Louis Walsh. Oh. Was it any good? No. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I've had to have completely revised my worldview. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to do it. You know, if Jedward suddenly turn out to be, I don't know, Madonna, <laughs> in terms of quality, which, yeah. you know... I mean, I don't, I don't actually hold Madonna up to that higher standard, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as Jedward. Mm, yeah. She's done some good stuff. Yeah, but but not as good as lipstick or no. What else did they do? <laughs> did they do lipstick? What? Yes, I don't. Did. I've not heard that. That was the song they released, lipstick. Great. 
Should we get on with this? Yes. Well, thank you very much for listening. Yep, thank you, and we'll send us your emails. Yes, for the fiftieth episode, and you'll hear from us hear from us again before Christmas. Soon, before Christmas at least. Yes, certainly. Baba, 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 baby. Pressure pushing down on me. Pressing down on you, no man ask for. Under pressure, that burns a building down, splits the family in two, puts people on the streets. Mbabave, Mbabave, Dio, Dio, that's okay. It's the terror of knowing what this world is about. Watching some good friends scream and let me out. Pray tomorrow. Give me higher pressure on people, people on streets. Da 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 da. Okay, chip it around, kick my brain around the floor. These are the days it never rains but it pours. Da 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 hell, ba da da hell, ba da 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 da. It's the terror of knowing what this world is about. Watching some good friends scream and let me out. Pray tomorrow gets me higher, higher, higher. Turn away from, from it all like, like a, a blind man. man. Sat on a fence, but it don't work. Keep it coming with love, but it's all slashed and torn. Why? Why? Love, 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 love. Sanity laughs under pressure. We're cracking. Can we give ourselves one more chance? Why can we give love that one more chance? Why can we give love? Give love. 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 Cause love's such an old-fashioned word And love dares you to care for the people on the edge of the night And love dares you to change our way of caring about ourselves This is our last dance This is our last dance This is ourselves Under pressure Under pressure Pressure